Let us pray. Lord, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you for this moment that you've given us to listen to your word. And we pray that, Lord, even as we are about to read your word, that, Master, you are going to minister to us and speak to us. We welcome you to this service. And we pray that, Lord, you are going to send your Holy Spirit to come and speak to each and every one of us this moment. We welcome your power and your mercies to be with us. May you teach us, may you help us, and may you guide us in each and every way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Today, we are going to read from the New Testament, uh, Old Testament, and we'll have a very, very short but deep message and the title is The God Who Answers by Fire which is coming from the book of First Kings I'm waiting for the first slide please first slide First Kings The slide. I need the slide. Okay, thank you. First Kings chapter eighteen. We'll be having verse seventeen to thirty nine. And the title is, The God Who Answers by Fire. But before we start reading from verse 17 to 39, I would like us to have an introduction part of it, which is from verse 1 to 16, which is about our true God who does the impossible. The true God who cannot be challenged by men, or by other gods. The true God who reveals himself through signs and wonders and miracles. God is here and he is going to reveal himself as God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. He has revealed himself in the past as the God of Israelites, And we all know the story of the Israelites. The way they left their God or they left God and they started worshipping the idols. And they were offering even sacrifices to the idols or to their gods. And every time they were doing this, it was breaking the heart of God. And this is one of the examples During the times of King Ahab and Jezebel, his wife, the Israelites stopped worshipping the true God and they began to worship the gods of the people of the land. And Jezebel started killing the prophets of God, the minor prophets of God. They were killed by Jezebel. 
And she was also silencing any voice that was speaking about the true God. And as this was going on, Elijah wasn't happy about it. And the Bible says, he went to pray. He went to pray. Christians, every time we see challenges coming to us, we should know that we are serving the true God. And it is the best time for us in the time of crisis to go to God and be strong and set our times to pray. We know in this world things are not going the way we want them to go. When you watch the news and you listen to what is happening in this world, people have decided to go against the will of God. And they are planning now to make things that are suitable to them. Most churches have even been shaken. And because of that, they want to preach the message that is going to suit the members because they are after having the members in the church. But the true church of God, it shall preach about the word of God. We shall not allow to worship idols or to believe in the stars of this world, but we shall worship the Lord. It is the time as, as Christians we need to serve the Lord in spirit and in truth and allow ourselves not to be pulled away by the things of this world. Let us be strong in our relationship with God and let's avoid any cheap message that is going to compromise our relationship with God. Now, I'm going back to the doctrine. When Jezebel brought the worship of idols of the land, she came and decided she was going to do away with the true God. And the Bible says, Elijah went to pray. And I kept asking myself, why did Elijah go to pray? Why did he not take time to talk to Jezebel or to Ahab? It is because in this world, we need to know that the battle is not won in the battlefield. It is always won by, won by prayers. Can I get the second slide, please? And it is because of the word gap. We need to know that God answers prayers. When you look, look in the book of Job 22 and verse 28, we read that whatever you decide on, no matter it, what it is, as long as it's the will of God, the Lord God will make it happen. A true Christian during crisis should know that God wants us to get into prayer and he will reveal himself to us if we go into prayers and he will answer our cries. The Bible says Elijah left for three years. There was no rain. And six more months and there was no rain. 
And one day, Jezebel decided to send Obadiah. Obadiah. And it was because the famine was too much. And Obadiah had done one thing because he feared the Lord. And he didn't want to be killed. So he decided to hide some prophets. Hundred of them into two different caves, 50-50. And he supplied them with food and water. But Jezebel was not aware of all this. And so a day came and Jezebel decided to send Obadiah together with Ahab. And they told Ahab, uh, Obadiah, go on this side and look for grass that we can feed our horses and mules. The Bible says very clearly that when Obadiah left, Elijah, Elijah appeared. And when Elijah appeared, Elijah recognized Obadiah. And Obadiah also recognized Elijah. And Elijah said to Obadiah, go and tell Ahab that I am come. But Obadiah was in doubt because he thought the moment he goes back to the king and tell him that the king is back, or no, sorry, that and tell him that Elijah is back, Ahab will tell Obadiah, go and bring Elijah, and Elijah will disappear again. So he was in fear. And he asked Elijah, do you want me to be killed? Because I know if I go and I tell Ahab, he will want to see you. And when I come to tell you to go and meet Ahab, you'll go, you are going to disappear. And there will be nothing else I can do because Ahab will kill me. But Elijah promised Obadiah that he's not going to disappear. Third slide, please. Child of God, I want to say, in this world, we are fighting against the battles. And one thing we need to know that the battle doesn't belong to us. Things might be tough, but it's not upon us to fight back. Ours is to go deep into prayers. Take out the slide. So when Ahab met Elijah, he had a question. And this is what Ahab was asking Elijah. Have you come to bring more troubles to us? Because Ahab could recall the last time that Elijah was there is when there was a lot of famine. And he thought now this man is coming again to bring us issues. But Elijah said, I have come 
so that we can have a solution. We can make an agreement. We can find a solution of the, on the way forward because things are not going right the way we want them to go. And so I have felt this was an interesting story and he wanted to know the kind of solution that Elijah wanted them to make. Now, I want us to read, all of us, I want us to read verse 38. But before we read that verse, I'm going first to explain a bit, and then we'll have the verse, just that verse only, and we'll all read together. So Elijah wanted to make a solution, and Herb said, I'm ready, can we make a solution and see the way forward? And this is what Elijah told Herb. I am aware that most of the prophets have been killed, and we are having a lot of prophets of Jezebel who are worshipping Baal and Asherahs. And those, that is according to verse 19 of that first king. I'm going to read that verse 19. And so he wanted all these people to be called and that they are going, all of them, to meet the following day at Mount Carmel. Listen what the Bible says. Now sent and get Israel, Israel together before me at Mount Carmel with the 450 prophets of Baal who get their food at Jezebel's table. So, Ahab gave out an instruction and all the Israelites and the prophets of Jezebel, 450 came and they all met at Mount Carmel. See what happened. Can we have verse 38, please? Okay. As we are looking at that verse, I want to explain what happened. So when they went to Mount Carmel, this is what Elijah said. And the Israelites were fearing because they could see themselves, they, are, they have been so much defeated. And Jezebel and Ahab, they are having a very good number of people. And so, Elijah wanted them to make an agreement on which God to trust. And so he told them, the God who is going to answer us is the God we are going to follow. I know you are so many, you have been believing in your gods. And me, I'm just on my own. And I believe in my sovereign God. But today we want to see the true God. 
So, we are going to offer a special sacrifice to our God. And we are going to see how God is going to answer and show himself to us that he is the true God. And to me, I think, Jezebel and also the team that she was with, they felt this is just too easy. And Elijah said, because there are too many, bring two bulls. And they brought the two bulls. And Elijah said, I am going to take one bull, and you will also have one bull. And both of us, we are going to offer the bulls a sacrifice to God. And we are going to see and know from today who is the true God. And because you are so many, I want you to start. And to them, they they thought, this man is doing something that is not the right way. He's just alone. They are very few. They can't make it. Even if they pray, their God is a bit far. But Elijah was very sure that he was worshipping the true God. The Bible says, they prepared the altar, placed the bull there, and they started to call upon the Lord because Elijah said, you are going to make an altar for the Lord and we are not going to light the fire. The God we serve is the one to bring the fire. Amen. And so, this is what they did. They had their stones, added the wood, had the bull on top of it, and they started to scream and call upon the, their gods to bring fire. And they called from the morning up to the afternoon. Nothing was happening. And Elijah started to mock them. And he mocked them. And he told them, maybe your God has gone somewhere. Maybe he's busy. Maybe he's not hearing you well. You can scream. You can make more noise. Maybe you can sing to him. He might even hear the noise and answer you. Nothing happened. They even went ahead and had to cut themselves. And their body was using blood everywhere. But their gods could not bring the fire. And so Elijah told them, your time is up. And now he, he wanted to show himself who he is and who is, who is God that he serves. So he decided to make an altar. The Bible says he took 12 stones, which meant the 12 tribes of Israel, placed the wood on top, dug a trench, asked them to pour water on the wood. Now, every one of us, we know water and fire, they are great enemies. It cannot work. Even if you want to light a fire and you pour water, everything goes. If we see houses burning, do we, do we help with, it, with soil or with water? When a house is burning, what do we use to put off the fire? Water. 
Elijah told them, pour the water. And the water was poured very well. And Elijah said a small prayer and he told the Lord, Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, I am here to worship you. And I have given you an altar. And Lord, I want to see you manifesting who you are. And the Bible says, the fire of the Lord. Now, I want us all to read that. Then, That's what happened. The fire came, and it is a sign that it was a mighty fire, extreme fire. The wood was already wet. And this made them to realize the God of Elijah. Today, most of us Christians, the moment we get to come through challenges, how many times do we take to go into prayer or do we just want to fight back? Our theme of this year has been the year of community. It is a very simple theme, but also a very difficult theme. As Watto City Church, this is what the Lord wants us to do. We are not going to fight the battle in this world by meeting them in the battlefield. It is the time the Lord wants us to go back into prayers. God is calling upon each and every one of us to go into prayers. The spiritual battle is not won in the battlefield, but it is always won in prayer. When the Israelites worshipped the idols, Elijah didn't want to warn them and talk to them and ask them, but he realized there was a secret. And the secret was going into prayer. God is ready today, yesterday, and forever to demonstrate his power to all those who are going to seek him in prayer. And so, as a church, the Lord wants us to seek him in prayer not by talking to people, but we need to change the order and seek God in prayer. And you will answer by demonstrating his power into the whole community. And the people will come to look at what the Lord has done to us. As we are about to start this week, it is time for us to go deep into prayer and tell the Lord, 
We need to see you as we want to reach the community. Maybe you've been struggling with issues in your family. You know them better than I do. But this is what the Lord is telling us. Pray without ceasing. Seek me in prayer and wait for me to demonstrate who I am to you. Let us have James 5, 17 to 18. The book of James, chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. What does the Bible say? Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Can we have the slide that is written, Gap? Elijah prayed, and he knew very well that God would answer his prayer. And this is what the Lord is telling us. He is able and ready to demonstrate who he is, and he is ready to answer our prayers if we are going to seek him in prayers. My conclusion comes from the book of Psalms. Thirty-seven, verse four to nine. Psalm, chapter thirty-seven, verse four to nine. Psalm, thirty-seven. Yes. Verse four to nine. Are we there? Almost. Almost. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. Your vindication, vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope or put their hope in the Lord, they shall inherit the land. And may the Lord bless us all as we go home with that word. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app,
and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.